welcome to another episode of VLK and This is Amanda on Fluke Domination. And this is Ali, your bestest bestie. <laughs> yes, so welcome back to another episode. And um, not too much housekeeping today. Oh, wait, actually, yes. Because a new show, well, it's not really new, new. Because it came out a week ago. Uh, for the Thai audience, but it's just being available now for uh, international audiences, and that gameplay's a new show. It is called Love with Benefits. Um, it's on the YouTube channel now. So in the morning, as of like before that we recorded the podcast, um, the subs were out of sync, um, but they have since fixed them. So now going forward, when you, they should be uh, good to go uh, for hopefully later episodes that they don't have this problem again. Um, but it's now up if you want to see um, that show. It's gameplay, folk, and best. Uh, best was recently in um, the checked out um, special. So he's still going to do a series with, um, oh my God. Uh, Chub, Chub, Chub. Um, but he's gonna do the, the guy with the hot body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. proud of it, so he is. He is very proud of it. Um, so you know, so yeah. So he's still gonna be in that series. Um, this one's gonna be a short series. I'm not sure how many episodes it's gonna be, but it's gonna be pretty short. Um, and yeah, so that's ready to go. Um, that's going to come out um, every Wednesday uh, on their YouTube channel. Um, so that's it for show. Oh, wait. Uh, no. Uh, Pig with Love is coming out I think, next week on the 26th. That's going to be on Gago Lala. Um, and they had another show that was supposed to come out, but I don't know. There was an issue, and I don't know when that's coming out. It was a Nat show um about the coffee shop don't know when that's going to happen again um he got actually he got replaced or they replaced him or he dropped out of the project i don't know um but um that happened so i don't know when that show's going to premiere because i know i previously said that it was already going to be out um but they that has obviously been not going to happen um oh and then Boon Pram's um, mini episodes are on Wabi Sabi. Um, it's like a between us kind of like cute little special moments. Um, I figured out what they are. You remember, um, sorry to cut in, but I was trying to figure out what the hell those scenes were because they were just extra as hell. The first episode, um, for anyone who's not watched it and for those who have watched it, I was confused, but I figured it out. Um, Lazy Sheep? That's the writer for the book, right? Remember, uh-huh. like, because they weren't able to film it for so long, all of last year into this year, they were tweeting, like, short snort- story snippets and stuff like that? Yeah. They're the sto- story snippets. Yeah. That's what they're doing. I was like, this is so cool because I was like, what is this that I'm watching? <laughs> and I was like, because I only watched the first and I haven't watched the second one as yet. And then I remembered... Oh, these are the tweets. They took the tweets and they made them into this mini thing to kind of tie it, um, just like 
tied everybody over with which i absolutely adore because we have been waiting on this for a while and i feel like it's confirmation that it's really going to happen yeah so everyone i mean it's cute you know it's not and like boone says like in the beginning intro it's not anything like very seriously there's no plot it's yeah because just... team is annoying as hell he's getting out <laughs> you got on my nerves child it's just it's just a cute like little thing that they wanted to do which i think it's really nice that they decided that they would film you know film this in between to kind of give to the fans so i really appreciate it um you can uh it is free like i think like after i think like a while um on their youtube channel you can of course um pay for the subscription or to join their channel if, if you you know can't wait but there is an option for you available to wait um no, for I would just wait to be honest with you because it's like you know it's just cute kind of fillery episodes, but um, they're definitely they're definitely adorable. Um, so check that out as well. Uh, it's on the Wabi Sabi uh, YouTube channel, um, so you can go ahead and check that out. Uh, I think that was it. Um, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, Bite Me is officially finished. Um, yeah. My Sweet Dear is officially finished. Baker Boys starts, which is, it, it says it's a non-BL, but one of, if you know Baker Boys, the history of Baker Boys, Japan did it, Korea did it, no Thailand's doing it. Um, there is a gay character in the show itself, like in the overall story. Singto will be playing the gay character in this, in the Thai version, right? Yes. So they say it's a non-BL, which, okay, fine. Um, the original Baker Boys, he, his story was never a major thing in it anyway, so I get it. But because we love our boys, um, if you want to support it, even though it's a non-BL, I want us to root for Sing So I think this is his last, this was his last official thing with GMMTV. Yes. Um, it starts on the 24th or 25th of November. Oh, my birthday! <laughs> um, the 25th of November. Um, so whatever time zone you're in, you can just check that out. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. And I hadn't, I think I saw the trailer. I, I like the trailer. It was funny. It was kind of, it was, it was an interesting, it's going to be an interesting mix of show, to be honest. Um, there's a little bit of like romance. There's a little bit of like mystery. Um, it's gonna be an interesting show, I think. Um, so yeah, so Penguin Love is coming out. Oh, they're coming out like almost like a day apart from each other. That's kind of funny. Uh, so uh, I guess Baker Boys is coming out on the 25th, and then Paint with Love is coming out on the 26th. Uh, and Paint with Love is gonna be on Gaga Walala. Um, I was so disappointed when I found out it was gonna be on Gaga Ulalala, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna be on a different platform. Gaga Ulalala has really been stepping it up. Like they're getting their hands on a lot. They and are. I mean, as reserved about them as I am, because it is a it it is a it is a platform for gay men by gay men. I don't feel like it's a platform for women. I'm sorry. It's just how I feel. I don't feel like it's a place where you will be it doesn't feel very welcoming to females so but there's nothing wrong with that like you build a platform that you want for your people like you know that if that's your intent i just you know i had reservations about it but they've always been pretty good when the show is to come out the show comes out english subtitles already quality's up 
um the quality is up there so yeah it's just the thing my thing with gaga ulala is that everything's behind a paywall so for people who wouldn't necessarily be able to afford to pay they might miss this show but that's okay um so you won't get to see everything and they don't have a platform set up like you know what Mandy does where they put them on these paid platforms and then six months down the line or a year down the line they release them like online TV or YouTube or something Yeah, they don't really have that set up and I feel like when you have a set up like that you're gonna A force people to pirate um it sounds very bad to say and I'm not picking up for piracy it's just the truth even Vicky has a freemium to premium setup like higher quality viewing you have to pay for it to view early you have to pay for the subscription they don't have that the first episode is free and after that's the paywall so I feel like it forces piracy um and you lose a lot of customers that way that's just my beef but Gaga Ulalala not beef <laughs> but Gaga Ulalala is a good platform regardless of that so we will be watching and we will be supporting yes oh also I forgot to mention um, they do have a new uh, Japanese uh, deal on there as well uh, called My Beautiful Man that came out on the 19th um, so if you want to check that out that's there as well that's also, the one that I see everyone always talking about online with the crazy ass Japanese dude there's a bunch well I mean <laughs> wow that was such a that was an uber specific description though um, no I mean there's this one that I keep seeing on the timeline with this dude with this sweater oh uh, oh no you're thinking about you're thinking about another one. Oh, okay not the same one um um sorry. yeah so that one's already out um and then they also have um a man who defies the world of bl um that one was a really popular one that one just came on Gagulala as well um it's on we tv if you already have a we tv right also they do have a new deal it's called the fragrance of the first flower that's really good um i'm enjoying it immensely um it's for the ladies um so they have a couple of good shows um on the platform now like before they didn't like they just had like a bunch of random stuff sometimes i felt um but now they're like you know they're getting better so uh i think that this has to be i want to say that's it i don't know can't think of anything else at the moment but we're just gonna go ahead and get started um, right <laughs> okay uh, so this is one thing that i'm really excited for and this is something that we've had on our agenda for the longest while and we like a topic like a sec- segment topic but we've never actually utilized it and for the first or maybe the second well no the first official time today we will be utilizing it the tea of the week because I didn't even know that this was an issue until people started posting about it. I'm like, well, you never really know things are an issue until someone posts about it. That's not what I mean. <laughs> what I mean is 
who knew that Mike and Top Top were beefing? Oh. Did you know? Um, I had kind of heard rumbles, um, if I'm being honest, but like I honestly didn't know. So I had heard about it, and I there was like a live that they had shown on like it was like a little bit of a translated live, and they were asking him about Mike. And then Top Tap kind of just like didn't say anything else. He is like, he's like, oh, I don't want to talk about him. Okay. And, and then people were like, well, why? <laughs> um, because like it didn't like because it hadn't made sense, right? Because they used to do like TikToks together. Um, it was him, Mike, and Goji and Mama Goji that would like hang out all the time. Yes. And Goji huh? or Gachi? Goji? Gachi? Gachi. Her. It's okay, her. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, they would yeah. like, hang out all the time and just like be around each other. And they always, you know, they were, you know, it looked like they were having like a good time, right? Bosom buddies. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, we, and the problem is, it's not really a problem, I guess. And, and everybody has a right to their own lives. Um, it was just kind of weird to me that all of a sudden they just stopped talking. And mm. like, it got announced actually um, that before like this happened, um, they were actually gonna headline their own series finally. Like mm. they were all, they were slated to like have their, they were gonna be their own main links in a BL that GMM TV was gonna make. Because I like, can't see it. I can't see that, sorry. <laughs> uh, because they had been a side, like they have been a side couple for a while. Side I guess. pieces, yeah, side pieces <laughs> for a while. Um, and like I, I, I like Mike and Top Cat, but I didn't like not as a ship. If that makes you know, like yeah, not as a ship. They're bros. Yeah, exactly. Because I saw them as just bros, and that's you know, and that's how I see their relationship. Is that they're bros? They like. Well, this is before the fight or whatever happened. Um, you know, they enjoy each other's company. They like hanging out. They like go to work and they have good chemistry. But that's it. You know, that that's like where it ends. And they like do fun things together. They do like TikTok dances and then, you know, and then they go home or whatever. Which is fun. You know, like not everyone needs to have like romantic feelings towards their partner or whatever. What happened, right? Not romantic feelings, but like. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, I know oh. what you mean. <laughs> you know, so not everybody needs to do that. And like, and that's fine, you know, that I enjoyed, you know, seeing their interactions. And then all of a sudden, for them not to talk to each other, and then like Mike unfollowed Top Cap on all his socials. And then um, Doji followed the same way. Like, like she unfollowed him too. And so, like, no one knows what the fight is about and so like they had good do... they should keep it that way mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they did um so as you know that together had a movie like it was a very big movie right and they were all doing promotions mm-hmm. for said movie like drake was there um frank obviously couldn't be there because he thought he we um... don't talk about him mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about how he was in the how he got drafted to the military. Like it's okay. He's dead to us. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, but yeah, so he wasn't there. So we're, we're mourning like, him right now. 
so it was you know Wayne Bright uh, Drake and um, the whole Jackson. team yeah the whole team basically but just people were starting to notice that like Mike and Top Cap were not talking to each other like unless they had to answer like interview questions they didn't say a word to each other they didn't even want to like they didn't even look like they wanted to be in the same room together and so like there was this one like little video I saw of the event and so they were like taking pictures so they were taking like the couple like the CP pictures um and obviously like you know yeah so it was like Wayne and Bright and then Mike and Top Cat were like taking pictures or were trying to take pictures and so like people were and I think people took this the wrong way because people were like oh you're making them do fan service like no they're just like we're too far apart to take a good picture so right. like so like the the photographer was like get closer but I don't think it meant like you know do anything else it just meant like get in frame with each other right mm-hmm. and so they really they had it like she had to tell them like three times um, and so it was just a little awkward, obviously. And then there was an interview that was like Drake, Top Tap, and Mike. Um, and like, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, and so you could tell, like, you just tell Top Tap didn't want to stand near Mike at all, but like, you know, he was in the middle, and so he would try to like stand a little bit closer to Drake. And we're like, and it was just, it was just weird. It was just weird to me. Like, the whole situation was just, like, odd, you know? We caught a vibe. He did not pause the vibe check. <laughs> right? And so, not. like, and so even when they were doing, like, the, like, the promotions telling people to, like, go to watch the movie, um, and they were, like, just, like, sitting, like, next to each other, it's just, you just felt something was just, like, they did not want to be there. Um, with each other so I've no so of course like in like as, and as Ali said like you know we don't need to know um it was just very odd and I know stuff that happens in the entertainment industry all the time right like you know um they go with different pairs they you know they stop working together it doesn't necessarily mean that they didn't like each other or that they you know didn't you know it just happens right, right? I'm glad I'm glad you bring that up because here's the thing um let me just let me just reiterate this fact whatever happened the fact that no one knows aside from a few unfollows and i and and i obviously don't want to be here attitude in interviews nobody knows what happened nobody knows the tea love that for them we need to understand not not we i don't include myself in this fans because i get like fans need to understand that not everything like, you're not privy to these people's personal lives. And as long as the camera is not pointing at them, they're off work hours. These people are working. Them interacting on social media whenever there's a series coming up, this and on the third, they're working. Yeah? They're working. They're on the clock. They're getting paid. If you see them posting a bunch of pictures with a bunch of them and you're not aware of a project or something coming out or anything like that, best believe one is on the way or it was a company trip or something. These people are on the clock. A lot of people, and I, I'm going to use K-pop groups. 
as this example. You want to know why a lot of K-pop groups right now and in recent years, um, it's always come out that after like, especially after the seven-year prison contract, because that's a thing in, in K-pop, when the members are free and they can speak freely and stuff like that, it comes out that one specific member was a bully or something, but at the height of their career, going into the height and exiting, you would have never known because they would have all appeared close. Guys, sorry, not to sound too preachy, but these people are working. They're co-workers. They are not friends in real life. So yes, even if, like, let's say, Top Top and Mike and all of them, they had their issue or they had an argument or they had a falling out or whatever. Let's say that's not the case. Together, the movie was the last project with them as a coupled pairing, Right? they needed to promote up until that point okay with that said they did what they were paid to do top top is probably just sick and tired of it mike is probably not his in real life friend or you know they're they're none of each other's real in real life friends they're just co-workers contract is finished i'm tired of pretending like can we hurry up and get this over i want to go home i want to move on and do something else top top has been doing this since he was in was it lovesick no, I think it was I think it was something else. Was it Lovesick? I think it was Lovesick. He's been around for a while. He's been in this for a minute. So I like from my point of view, I just think he's tired. Like I've been seeing him try to do different stuff. Like Top Top's popularity is something that he built on his own. Like GMMTV will never be able to claim that. He did his thing himself. He has fans. Like, it's very rare that you know background characters. Like, people who just play side characters have the level of popularity that Top Top and Gun Top, that's the, because Gun Top is the other GMMTV guy, right? Gun Smile? Gun Smile, sorry. Yeah, Gun Smile have. It's unheard of. It's unprecedented. These guys have been around and they built themselves up. So, like, from me, when I watched the interview with Drake, Mike, and Top Top, I just think he looked very tired. Like, he just wanted to be out of there. I didn't know about the previous situations before. But he just looked like he wanted it to be over. Like, are we done? Like, have you gotten enough answers to the questions? You guys keep asking us the same thing. I'm bored. I'm tired. I would. I want to go home and dress up as an anime character. I'm tired. <laughs> sick. <laughs> because I've been seeing him doing and branching off into a lot of different things. He's been hanging out with people who aren't GMMTV-centered a lot the man's wants to do himself now like they have no contractual obligation to each other anymore and typically when that happens people unfollow each other the interaction decreases and i know it's a hard thing to think of as being a possibility like oh you've worked that closely with people for years and you guys seriously aren't friends um girls generation perfect example the company kicked jessica out with no warning because she wanted to start a business and none of those girls stood up for her even though they have had enough power to they don't speak she doesn't speak on them and girls generation was together for 2007 2008 2009 10 11 12 13 14 8 9 years well, they were training with each other from before. So actually, it's like 10, 12 years. T- between 10 to 12 years, these girls knew each other and they did not like each other. 
think about it with so many different personalities you feel like everybody really like each other that one always throws me for a loop you genuinely believe that all of these people like each other yeah actually you bring up a good point I mean because, like, like, no I was having I was pausing for a dramatic effect oh. <laughs> but yeah what are you saying I bring up a good point Both? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were yeah. saying I bring up a good point because yes, you do bring up a good point because like it's like you know I know you know me and Allie we always say that Beale Thailand is very small, right? But like that doesn't mean like everybody gets along. And there's been a lot of a lot of times where you've seen people publicly fall out, and it's not pretty and it's messy, you know, like. I'm also surprised that they're very contained to be real. Like, um, I would like to know about the things that happen behind closed doors because you cannot convince me that with all of that testosterone floating around, those boys have not gotten into fist fights. You can't convince me. You can't, you couldn't, even if the true God comes before me and tells me that it didn't happen, I probably wouldn't believe it. You can't tell me that they they've never gotten into into fist fights, never kicked each other's ass. You see those. You see sometimes when I'm watching these shows, I see them fighting. Like you know when the gangs are fighting in these shows, some of them really do hit each other. And oh, do you guys pay attention to these things? <laughs> they actually hit each other. You know, they're not faking. You know, they will sneak one in there. Do y'all, like, I always have to wonder, do people pay attention, like, really? These, these dudes, sometimes, they don't, most of them don't like each other. No. I just, I just, I can, sometimes I think I could tell, but, like, I don't know. Because you don't want to, like, just assume, but, like, sometimes I think I could tell, like, oh, they really don't. I love the ones, especially, who can, who, who just can't hide it. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, Bright. You can always know when Bright don't like somebody. Oh my he god. Hides nothing. That's <laughs> great. It's funny. And I'm like, yes, baby, give me the drama. I, I live for it. It's just like, I just like, honestly, like, I'm not a Bright Wins fan, but like, just neither watching. am I, but like, he's an honest person and I have mad respect for him for that. Yeah, I, I can respect him for that because he really is not, he doesn't bullshit and he's just like, he just kind of like shows up, does what he needs to do and then goes and just leaves and like doesn't care, like doesn't give a shit. <laughs> but like, like to sum up everything that we're, that I'm saying, like even if it's possible that they did have a like a physical altercation or an argument or something, the possibility that one one or the two of them are just tired and they're not in real life funds and they're just fulfilling contractual obligations and just moving on to something else which I feel would be more like Top Top's case because Mike is a whole lot newer than Top Top um, technically Mike has been around but not as long as Top Top um, they'd you know they just move on like it is what it is it doesn't even have to involve beef like some of these people are genuinely just not friends and that's okay guys we won't be friends with everybody in the world and everybody won't want to be our friends so you know it is what it is i was really surprised when i saw people saying that i mana put me on to the before 
because I was wondering where all of this came from. But like when I saw that one video, I was like, this is just delusional because it, it could have just been an off day. But if it's been happening for a while, dudes probably just tired or they really did get into something. The yeah, fact is, we, yeah, we'll never know, really. We'll never know, exactly. And do we really want to know, though? Not yes, really. yeah, 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 I'd like to know. I mean, kind of. <laughs> okay, because, like, yeah, I kind of do want to know because it's like, oh my God, please don't. I mean, I'll off. respect your privacy, but I am yeah. also still very nosy. And if you choose to put your business out there, I will elect to listen. Like, you know, I'm not gonna you, you know what I'm surprised about? Or maybe not really that surprised. But, like, I'm just waiting for somebody, like, one of these boys to, like, write a tell-all book. <laughs> you know I am waiting. Oh, my God. I almost I choked on my water. <laughs> like, me, too. I need one of these boys to really, really, really spill the tea. You want to know who I want to come from, too? Who? Somebody who's been in this forever like a fluke oh um, yeah like gun. me like oh oh, <laughs> I, oh i feel gun would have stories to tell he because he don't have no manners enough gun don't have not but enough gun don't have no manners i feel like he would if he decides to write a tell-all book he will air everybody out um mew would write a really good tell-all book you cannot tell me, and this is not something to sensationalize, but you cannot tell me that that man has not been through hell and back in this BL industry. Right? Saint would write a really good one. Oh too. my God. Saint, Saint would crush it. But Saint is too much of a sweetheart. He's not going to do that. Yeah, would yeah. he though? He might write a show that shades them. Wait, by the way, is there any update? We always jump from fact to topic to topic, but has there been any updates about Saint's BL? Um, yeah, they started filming. Oh, okay. I yeah, I don't know. I haven't been following up that closely. On but me shows. neither, to be honest. When it comes out, I'm definitely going to support it because Saint is my baby. Alright, so like, Saint would write a really good tell-all book. Um, Mew, Fluke, who Gun. else would we say? Gone. Um, Sinto. Sinto, yeah. Sinto? I would love to hear what Singto has to say because he's an intellect. And I feel like when he's writing, he would be spicy with it too. So. I don't I feel uh, like honestly, like I just want to know how you feel, how he felt, or how he feels about working right. with about gen- how he genuinely felt about working with Chris. Yeah. Friend, friend, friend. It would it would stop the internet for a day. <laughs> Because he's picked up for him for years. Like, imagine if he actually wrote a tell-all about being like, yeah, you see that bitch right there? I couldn't stand his fucking ass. And now that I'm free from the devil contract, let me tell you about this bitch ass. <laughs> I would lose my mind. Right? Do you see the video of Nanan pushing Chris into the, into the pool? I oh, lived. I lived too. I loved it so much. I was just like... And then everybody was making a meme about, oh, hey guys, I pushed the homophobe into the water. Like, when are they ever going to like <laughs> release Chris from this shock? Well, he brought stuff on himself, though. I mean, he did. He honestly, did. Honestly, but, I yeah. don't even know why he's in that safe house. I mean, he is a cheering boy. That's he's one of their top earners. Come on. He has a solid fan base. That's true. Well, I he saw just... somebody asking if he was always that ugly and I was tempted to write from our from our Twitter page yes he was but you guys were just um 
obsessed with the idea of boy and boy that you didn't realize. He's, I was like, I, c- I can't write that from her page. And I, oh, that would have been too much of a low blow. <laughs> but he's not ugly though. He's just very average. But at the time when he came into the game, female fans would have taken anything yeah. in the BL genre. So he got lucky because he would not slide today. He really wouldn't, to be honest. And he like, is he's just, not aging well. He's not. Like, out of all the GMM TV boys that I thought would lose their looks first, I did not pick Chris. I did not because he has such a baby face, right? But then I would not expect that he would... I didn't expect that... I mean, he looks older than off. He does. And off looks like an old man. Yeah, He always has. He does. (laughs) But but anyway. You feel like like Sinto gets like... uh, What's it called? Botox? I think he does. Really? I don't think so. I think he does. Why? I think think Sinto gets Botox. Because his cheeks look very Botoxy. I don't know what Botox looks like. All right, so both. Okay, no bother. <laughs> no worry. Um, no, but like, I'm, I'm. Since we're speaking on maintaining looks, I feel like some of them, because plastic surgery is really huge in in Asia. It's huge in Thailand too. Like mm-hmm. everybody's getting procedures. Some of them minor, non-surgical. It's not a bad thing. I don't look down on plastic surgery, but I think he gets Botox. I'm just saying, since he was Chris's partner for all those years. You think at least he would have, if, you know, Singto is getting like cosmetic procedures, he would follow suit. Like you're, you're here, here Singto looking like a fresh spring, spring of mint and you're looking like dry thyme. Like what's happening? <laughs> right? Because they all, because like now that you think about it, they all go on like the, like on their spa days, they all get laser treatments. They all like do mm-hmm. the work. Right? Mm-hmm. Why isn't he doing it? Like, even if he's I, just in like head dramas now, that's still your face. But you know, in some sense, like I'm not natural shaming him because I have mad respect for anyone who's in the entertainment industry who chooses to age naturally. Um, but at the same time, though, bro, you don't have a lot of things going for you. Your personality's already questioned. Well, he. Well, no. You know, we always try to give people pass when ever they do mostly good and there's just this one bad thing about them but like from my point of view as a BL fan you don't really have much going on in my eyes because your personality leaves little to be desired let me say it like that because for other people he's not a bad person and he's not necessarily a bad person for me it's just again personality leaves little to be desired it would make sense that he would at least try to retain his core audience by keeping up but he doesn't seem to care. Yeah, he doesn't. Mm-mm. But yeah, so Gun, Fluke, Sinto, Mew. Who else do we say? Uh, I think that was it, right? But who else? Who, who else do top you think? Cat. Top, top. Oh, mm, top, top, top. Mm. Yeah, he's been in the game a long time. He has. But. Top top. Yeah, you know mm, I don't read mm. Earth. Earth. Pirouettes? P Earth P. Yeah. yeah, he would have a good story to tell because um he could speak on 
well, he could speak on delayed opportunities because Earth was really hot for me. And then GMMTV just left him to lay by the wayside. Like, if he if he ever gets delivered from that, I'll say it that way, he can speak on the pressures of um, image. Yeah, he can. I feel like he would be a really good neutral party to speak on the pressure to have a certain type of body and image and maintain it. I feel like he'd be a really good suit for that. Before we jump to the next topic, like this is really interesting. Who do you I mean, um what's his name? He was um it was all Saints partner in Love Wait. by Chance. Oh, her? I feel like Perth would write a good teller. He doesn't I speak. Would, I wouldn't want to read a book. I wouldn't read it either. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I mean, truth be told, I would not read it. Like, <laughs> he gives me a vibe. I'm sorry. Oh, it's not no, a good vibe. Not. Yeah, that's not a good vibe either. I wouldn't want to read it at all. But because oh. he doesn't, he doesn't say anything. Yeah. I feel like he would have good stories to tell. Like, what has he been holding on to I think like any of the boys I think like any of the boys from Star Hunter like FB5 would probably write a good one um Copter would kill it (laughs) yeah he would he totally would uh okay yeah enough about them sorry yeah so now that we've gone on to uh beefs and like tell-alls that are never gonna happen um what are they even going to talk about? It doesn't even matter anymore. And no, I'm just kidding. Oh, it does. Um, so, actually, we should... Uh, so, I did want to talk about the latest episode of uh, Bad Buddy. I know uh, Allie is still planning to watch it until episode 10. So, I don't want to give the too many spoilers or um, just kind of ruin that experience. So, I will say that... I guess kind of spoiler-free or just kind of just general is that I do... I am enjoying the series a lot, um, and I am liking the pacing of it. It doesn't feel like forced, um, and nothing feels very rushed. And you know, Ome and Nanan are very good together in a way that I really didn't think that they would work, um, but it, it has been working. Um, I do even like. I haven't been like keeping up with them like off, like off the show, um, but I have been seeing like some of their interactions, and they're very cute. Um, and, They've like, always been cute together. Like, uh, like no, like from a friend's standpoint. Yeah, yeah. They're actual good friends. Like, their yeah, energy so. is good. Yeah, and so like there was this actually one interview that they were doing where like Ohm was talking about like if he like he really had a question whether he was really falling in love with Nanon, and to me that just kind of speaks on Ohm's like real character. And also in a way that I didn't think like Nanon would respond well at all, um, only because I had heard things about, and I was like, actually, I'm going to be real honest. I had to really, really, really rethink the ways I thought about Nanon before. And, you know, that's what's so great about being people though, and being like open-minded is that you have an opinion and then you're presented with like new evidence and you rethink things, you know, you say like, oh, well, maybe I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's, that's what's so great about people sometimes. Um, 
but yeah so I just was watching like them like interact in that interview and I was like wow you know like one it's very rare for an for an actor, even like, especially a BL actor, to just openly just talk about this, right? Um, and so the fact that he did it with his like best friend, like sitting there like next to him about him, you know, it just like it just kind of speaks volumes, like to me, about you know just how open-minded he is, and also just how like people. And this kind of goes into like my segue, and, and I'm getting away from the episode, but I'll talk about that my segue a little bit later. Um, but I just was very impressed. I've always been impressed with Om, uh, with Om P, because like he's for someone who entered the industry as young as he did. He was like 16. Fifteen, um, baby. Fifteen. Like he was Child. like put into situations that I think were very unsafe for a 15 year old to be in. Um, but that he like kind of got through it and like, you know, persevered and, you know, is thriving and also kind of doing like, while I guess he's with JMMTV, he's also doing it on his own terms. Um, he's also kind of just doing things that he wants to do. Can I just Um, interject a small minute here? I just want to point out this very important thing and it's something that I've spoken about before, guys. I don't know if you remember. You see, when it comes to children in the industry, you see more than anything, they need a good support system. Yeah, I think so too. Um, because, you know, and he like, like he entered the industry when he was 15 and he was, you know, in that show and he was and that was um he was a tiny baby to be doing the things that he was doing but you know like he like like, like me and Alex were saying like he he came through and he's doing it just you know as he wants to and he's also you know he is primarily he does primarily do BLs like there's been very few times where he's been in like at shows so he's really just like putting it putting in the work and he doesn't have to like at this point he could you know be doing anything else but he chooses to do this you know so I yeah so that's one of the things that I drew me to this show because like I was like well I like Oma a lot like I've been following you know since he was a baby and I want to see like what you know this new show is about and I was very pleasantly surprised, not by Om, but just by the like chemistry of him, of him and Nanan just being good, really good friends and like just like playing off that, playing that off with each other and just like it really translates in the show. It feels very natural. It doesn't feel forced and like, and I'm very glad that I gave the show a chance because like I was like very hesitant in the beginning, um, but it's but it's really good and I am enjoying it so far. Like um, I really like their relationship. I like the relationship with all the actors. I just wish like their friend group would like just get along. Um, but that's about it. <laughs> so I think that's my only thing. Wait, their it. friend groups don't get along? Oh, you mean in the show? Yeah, yeah, in the show. Not like, oh, 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 no. Okay, so here's the here's the twist of it. I haven't started. Well, well, I watched episode one I won't lie I did watch episode one but I put put the show aside and said I'm gonna pick it up because I'm gonna it's a part of my reactmas I'm gonna just have a reactmas um and just binge it and just react to it so I'm not watching the show now yes between yesterday and today was it yesterday okay between this week someone posted that there was an English translation of bad Bunny. <laughs> 
that no one knew about and it was on Kindle because people have been killing themselves trying to find an English translation and we could not find it because I want to know it's this I was really excited for it too because this is going to be the first BL that I genuinely have no idea what it is about because I haven't seen a book I haven't seen a translation whether in full or partially or bits and pieces you know so I was really excited but then somebody posted between sometime this week that there was an English translation on Kindle now I'm not watching the show because I don't want spoilers I went and bought the book (laughs) (laughs) and I am like 84% in the book right now Oh really? Wow. Yeah, I'm looking at the person is I've been reading since we've been talking. Multitasking <laughs> queen. Um so an ironic thing is I'm reading the book but I'm not watching the show. Mana's watching the show, but they're not going to read the book until after the show and I'm not going to watch the show until after I've read the book. It's the ironic thing. <laughs> but I have good confidence because one thing I will that I won't ruin the show for myself because one thing I will give to GMM TV, they're infamous for not following the books to the T. They tend to switch up a lot and based off of what I saw in episode 1 and what I've read in the book so far, I don't think they're following the same storyline. Yes, I'm going to assume but the the TV, the series is gonna be way more full, flush, fleshed out, I should yeah. say. Yeah. So I was just wanted to highlight that irony. I'm reading the book, I, so I spoiled everything for myself. But you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Um, do you like you guys will see it like brought to life and like happy notes and stuff? But um. I'm just kind of, and the reason, and I don't, so I bought the book, uh, I haven't read it as of yet, but I bought it because, one, I am liking the show, but two, I also did it because I was like, it's very difficult, and like Ali said, it's very difficult to find translation, like official translation of novels, especially Thai novels, it's, it's very hard. Um, they do have their own app called Meb. Um, that is available for international audiences. It's not always the easiest. Sometimes it can crash. Um, and so, and sometimes, you know, you have to be really careful about, you know, what you buy because sometimes they'll say that most of the time though, I haven't had too much of a problem, but like sometimes you'll, you know, they'll say like the book is English translated and it'll be like half. So, so yeah. it's, so it's kind of like that. And so for a full novel, in English is very rare and so I bought it because I was like that kind of sends a signal to whoever um, you know in like BL land and in, you know in marketing like hey people are buying this because they want to read they want more translations so if you you know get this book they'll it'll send a signal not that you have to buy it I would never talk to anybody you have to do anything but like if you are so inclined to get this it'd be sending a signal to like the BL marketers that like hey there's an audience for this outside of Thailand like why don't we translate more books so people can read them you know so I I, that's why I was like well I'm just gonna get it because it's like you know that's gonna send a signal to people 
that like, hey, people are, this is actually, there's a demand for this. Let's supply more of it. Um, hopefully that'll translate. Hopefully that'll work. Um, because there's been some definitely novels that I would want to read, but I just haven't because like, they're just hard to find. Um, and I'm always in the camp where I would rather support something legally than illegally, than illegally you know? Because I want people to collect checks that deserve them, you know? Uh, that's just how I feel about it. Um, so yeah, so Bad Bunny, you're bad. Bad Bunny <laughs> is on Fridays on GMMTV. Uh, so check it out if you haven't. It's pretty good. It's, you know, it's very cute. Um, I would recommend the show. Uh, so that is about the show that I want to talk about. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to discuss um, in the media, just kind of kind of relating to media that we were talking about a bit earlier on in the episode, is just the fact that, um, and this is not like this is specific to Thai media. This is not happens to you know celebrities or just like personalities in general, where they get asked very intrusive questions. And you know they they get answered or they kind of skirt it around, but then they'll ask some follow up questions. And so the specific case, I guess, that I'm talking about did happen in Thailand. Uh, so Omti, I recently did an interview uh, in a magazine where they were asking him what his ideal type was, which is a very like normal ish question that you know celebrities get asked every so often, right? Like that that's a question people get asked. Um, and oh, he answered, you know, just the generic kind of like, he said that he had a type before um, when he was younger, but now, you know, he wants to find someone who is comfortable, like who he feels comfortable with, who like, who he enjoys being around and the gender doesn't matter. Like, he, like that's what he says. He's been saying that for a long time, like during these interviews, um, by the way. Um, he just has a very consistent answer. Uh, and so, like, the interviewer followed up with another question, or it wasn't even, yeah, he followed up with another question, and it's like, oh, you mean, a, like, a cute girl? He had already answered your question. He said it didn't matter. So why would you still follow up and ask if it would be a girl? Like, what, like what's the point of that? Um, an ohm being professional, answered the question again, and he said, it's really, like, she could be cute, or, like, you know, they could be cute. Or, you know, it, like, as long as they're, you know, they don't need to change themselves, basically. Um, and so that just goes into the question one is like the, the first normal question was like, what's your ideal type? That's a very normal question that they always get asked. So then I don't see why the interviewer felt the need to put in a cute girl. He had already answered the question. And they do this all the time. They don't do that with certain actors, and we all know who, but I'm just gonna throw it out there because like, this is my shade time. Um, you know, they don't ask like actors like Earth, uh, Kuhart. They don't ask people like Luke. Um, they don't ask, you know, they don't ask those people. They don't ask those actors what their ideal, or they do ask what their ideal type is, but they don't get with, the gendered question afterwards. It's like, oh, a cute girl, right? They don't, they, that doesn't happen to them. And they so, assume that, right, you know, it's really obvious. Right. 
So my but God forbid a seemingly straight air quotes masculine dude air quotes um appears in the bill there's no way he can be freaking straight and 100 straight he has to be fruity and then um there's no way you're just a straight boy doing this like you have to be gay or there's no way you're such a mass gay dude and you're choosing to do this you're hiding something it's like there's always something like they won't let these mass guys breathe <laughs> Yeah, or or they just like it goes into like the whole point where it's like if you you know if they do anything that's perceived to be gay, right? They you know they enjoy you know being like even if like it's like all fantasy or whatever, right? It is, but like they actually enjoy spending time with their partner, like off camera. They go and hang out. You know, like, it doesn't matter if they have a project or whatever. They just hang out, right? They don't have any lives or anything scheduled. They just hang out. Why is it that that's, like, too much, but then you get upset when they don't do any, like, they don't do enough, right? So it's just kind of like, choose. I mean, to me, it's like you either kind of accept the fact that this man who is very like, I mean, yeah, Omi is pretty manly, but he has a lot of tender, like he has a lot of soft sides. Like it's not just like he's like just a gym bro, you know, he's not. So like, why can you accept the fact that you might like somebody of the same gender or he might not? What does it, what difference does it make? Right. And so like, or, um, Who's another math guy? Oh, there's a lot, but um, anyway, they like get asked these questions, and it's like, why can't you just accept the fact that they might like this dude, or they might not like this dude, or they just may really think that hey, it really doesn't matter, even if it's just a standard answer everybody always gives, right? Like, what shouldn't that be enough for you? Like, I don't understand this need. To- okay. So, it's something that we've spoken about before. I'm not sure if you would remember. But there are lots of points to it. The first one being that it's a setup. Now, being gay in Thailand, like I will tell you, Thailand and the Philippines are the gayest countries in the goddamn world. I was going to say in Asia, but scratch that. They are the gayest countries in the world, right? Nah, I mean, they're the gayest countries in Asia, right? A lot of people there are queer in some way. And they will tell you that themselves. Right? Now, however, the reality of it is in their society, being gay or being queer, well, not necessarily queer because weird, queer means still means weird in many parts of the world. Right? Yeah. So let me not use that. I'm just going to say gay. Even though, just know I'm speaking in general of everything. Being, not necessarily a, being a katsuai, which is a transgender or a ladyboy or anything, those have some cultural significance. Um, that aspect has some cultural significance. I'm not referring to that. Being gay in their society is not accepted. 
it is a, it is still it is insanely frowned upon it is something that will get your ass beaten within an inch of your life it is something that can make you lose your entire life security everything it is something that people get disowned for it is something that children will get sent out of country for as punishment um sent deep into deep rural boarding schools um which basically which they're basically acting as like purification schools it is or they send them to monkhood it's a lot of different factors to consider it's something i wrote about on my old twitter profile and sometimes i'm mad that i deleted that crap but it had to be done <laughs> um it's a lot of, there's a deep rooted thing about it still like it doesn't matter how many bills they want to do it doesn't matter how many gay men are in their entertainment industry they have no value in their country outside of being in entertainment they can't hold office in any other industry without great risk to themselves entertainment is the safest one for them which is why there are so many gay men in entertainment they're the makeup artists they're the fashion they're the stylists they're the managers they're the producers they're the directors they're the cameramen they are the advertisers they are they are the entertainment industry because there's no other place for them over there this is googleable information so when i say it is a setup i can't help but say it's a setup because there's no way you can you living in the country that you live in know the realities of, that you face especially given the fact that some of these interviewers are gay themselves and really sit there and ask these young boys young men i should say to conf- to 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 out themselves on national well not national but on like platforms knowing they could lose everything why would you do that it's a setup you're setting them up and it's like a fun game to them so that's one point a second point is when you see interviewers because it happens in the western world as well it happens in general media especially if sorry especially if you have a seemingly straight man have a bromance going on on screen with another character god forbid it's a female i remember one time back in the day a korean high school drama they showed like it's not a high school drama but it was based around high school they showed two girls kissing like they were in a relationship oh my god it was hell all hell broke loose the next day problems up on top of problems but they don't have a problem with romance so there are certain but they have a problem with gay they it's like there are certain boundaries you shouldn't cross but that's not the second point that i was going to make the second point i was going to make it's serving self-interest if the interviewer is attracted to this person that they're interviewing a lot of them will step outside of themselves and professionalism to try to stir the direct the conversation in a direction that will benefit them so if a woman is doing an interview and you know they're attracted to men and they think this is an attractive person they're gonna try to figure out if they have a ch- low-key chance you know what i mean it's a human thing if it's a, if it's a gay man 
he's gonna try to find out the same information because I want to know if like my because fans always want to know if they're fantasy if they will be that lucky fan that you know falls in love with the mega star you know that fantasy so they will do and ask certain questions to serve self-interest they will also do it under the guise of trying to make an interview more spicy no i am in no ways defending it i'm just saying that there are many reasons why they do this and they're all sick like i'm not saying it's not sick it's all sick uh and they do it as mana pointed out to seemingly straight men that do i'm gonna use questionable because bromance is questionable because it's hinting at something that isn't really there it's crebating basically they ask them that a lot because in their world and in their universe there's no way this person can really be straight they don't have any respect for that they don't see them as being valid as whoever and whatever they are until they are respecting their their agency in being the one to independently come out and say i am this that and the third right so it's a lot like mana is questioning why they would do that it's a lot of things that play into it it's also a lot of people like i said they would just play it off under the guise of trying to make the interview spicy they would be like oh but the fans want to know and that is true fans want to know i was explaining to mana earlier that from an audience perspective you have to think from an audience perspective especially if you want to survive in the entertainment industry being as saturated as it is these days because people have options they will leave if it is if it is that you're what you're doing is not what they want to hear they will leave respectfully and they have every right to do that they can so they will look online and they will see what fans are asking and some of them are very problematic controversial and they will ask these questions with zero care for these boys right and it's absolutely gross when you think about it because did you even really take them into consideration when you thought about these questions i you there's a saying that you get more you attract more flies with honey then yeah you you attract more flies with honey and i feel like a lot of these dudes would be way more carefree and open to answering whatever question that these people are asking if they were respectful yeah definitely but you're not respecting them you're seeing them as a product versus an actual person so they're gonna shut down it's a trend these days for celebrities even though back in the day before social media we didn't know anything about celebrity lives if it didn't come in the big gossip rags or magazines mm-hmm. or whatever their lives are private in the era of social media when your career depends on social media to stay alive so many entertainers are choosing to a not have social media not be the one that uh, manages their social media to just use their social media platforms as like an advertisement portal because we've spoken about like their instagrams just being like a marketplace rather than an instagram profile yeah so many of them are choosing to do this 
because people aren't learning or people are forgetting what are boundaries. Yeah. So these I mean, questions, sorry, mm-hmm. this is the last thing I said. These questions and these assumptions are putting these people into a position where they have no choice but to shut down. And at that point, you won't get anything from them. It's a lot of different things that play into it. I and people won't learn until people disappear. Yeah, and that's that's a good point, you know, because like it's just like why because they're not allowed to be who they are or who they want to be, like really in the society. And so like even if they're just like just living their life, right? Even if they're straight or gay or whatever, like it's like they're not allowed to be basically because they have to fulfill a role for people. I mean they don't have to, but you know, that's kind of what they have to do. And so you get these interviews and you're like and you get these reporters that ask the most inappropriate questions and it's like how did you think that was okay to ask and like what did you think that they were gonna say <laughs> to be like to be real you know that's always the question i ask like okay so you had enough balls and nerve and gut to ask you come with a lot of vim to ask this question what did you expect the answer to be exactly Truly. right because did you, you expect did, did you expect him to turn around and say, "Oh well, you know, um, um, I'm I'm home. Well, oh well, you know, I've asked Fluke to go on three dates with me, but he's refused because you know he doesn't want to mix business with pleasure or whatever. But I'm still trying my best. Or, um, what? Or you know, my ex boyfriend is X Y Z, or my ex. What did, would like? Do you expect these people to just come and volunteer this information to you? Whatever what? that information may be. That's like, oh. It's like, what? Are you serious? You cannot be serious. Oh, my favorite my favorite question that they get asked, and it's like so offensive, but like my my favorite question is like, so you've taken on this BL role. Do you think it'll affect your career? Like, do you think it'll affect your chances in the future? That's actually a valid question. Not really. Yet. It is like it's part of what I just explained. Being it is, which is why it's a valid question, actually. In the Thai entertainment industry, it is a valid question. There are certain actors, like like their entertainment industry is very huge. I, I don't think a lot of people in BL standard realize just how huge the Thai entertainment industry it is very huge. Okay. There are a lot of actors that will never you will never see them in a BL. They will never act a brother. They will never act a sister. They will never act a parent. They don't want to have anything to do with it. It's a very real thing. Like, I literally just explained it a while ago. Like, anything related to gay is a taboo. You're, it's like you're putting a bullseye on yourself. Only a few people will do it. They won't do it. And the boys that they select for BLs are always a specific type of boys. And my thing is, that's why I'm always so two-sided when this issue comes up with how the boys always, the topic of abandoning BLs to just try to get a hand in um, head dramas and stuff like that. I do hold another opinion to that. I get why they feel the way that they feel. Because it's already hard enough 
to break into their entertainment industry and then you're telling me you're gonna look me in my face and you're gonna tell me that you are in a in a boys love series you're there is footage out there of you kissing men and you expect me to put you in a show for a primarily conservative country to see you you will never get that chance a lot of them never get a chance it's actually a valid question not everybody can transition from BL to a regular Lacorn. That's why when so much of them get the popularity that they get in BLs, they fight tooth and nail to leave that identity behind them because they're trying to break into the industry over there and they're never going to get the chance with that image attached to them with that history attached to them it's a very valid question actually it's probably it's impractical from your it's it's disrespectful from our standpoint because if it were an american actor being asked that question it would be dumb as fuck because logically we know it will not affect their any if anything a straight person being in a gay playing a gay character in a show right now is a plus for their career especially if they've proven themselves as a good ally and not yes, only that they get they people used to call them brave for doing it right but no it's kind of like if you don't do it there's something wrong with you like you're sus like you're not on our side you're done but but that's our entertainment industry and i and i want to relate this back to usu when everybody made a huge kick, um kicked up this huge fuss about his instagram exchange with his friend right yes i wanted to and what I, I remember what i said to you what usu's doing or what he's done is unprecedented in the korean industry he's been in not one not two not three but four bls As a man that has a whole ass career for industry standard Korean dramas like he has a resume he's been in not one not two not three but four BLs Being gay or being queer is something that majority of people in Korea think is a work of fiction like it doesn't exist And that's just not my opinion that is facts. You can go online. It's there. The information is there from Koreans by Koreans for Koreans. Korean people as a general don't think that being gay is a real thing. They think it's this made up term that young people are using to rebel. So as a known person in the entertainment industry, what he did was unprecedented. So his friend asking the question like, "Oh my god, again?" and him laughing it off, I didn't see a problem with it. because if there was really a problem and based off of his um in the interviews that he's done in the past and the things that he said that's his coping mechanism what is he going to do drop everybody that he knows he can't do that in the society that he lives in because while to us on our side of the universe this is a very normal thing it's an accepted thing and we can advocate and scream and you know do our little social media protests or whatever that it should be while it, the truth is some countries are not as progressive they're not there yet and a lot of these people literally put their careers on the line 
because you do have a lot of homophobic executives a lot of homophobic this and the third and you do have queer people in these spaces that have internalized homophobia as well so it's actually a valid question to them to us it's crap but to them it's a valid question you bring up a good point and I hadn't really thought of it but about it on that side of things right because I just see like my visceral reaction to like you're rude as fuck <laughs> like, and they no and they are because like <laughs> even though it is not the norm over there it should be you know we can always still strive and advocate for these things but sometimes I believe as people when it comes to certain topics like age difference or whatever like you know with this whole 17 26 nonsense just using a topic like that as as example you can't convince me that that's a cultural thing like i get that in some cultures there are still like child brides and this and the third but it's it's well known that these things are not good like even in the cultures that they're being practiced it's not good it's not safe it's not healthy So you can't convince me that a cultural thing makes you do this. That's stupid because even in your own culture, it's seen as problematic. People are advocating against it. So you are aware. But you see, when it comes to certain topics like this one that we're discussing, we really do have to check how we react to certain things. Because Mm -hmm. in in our interview with Patrick, you notice that he's a gay man. He's gay. He's freaking gay. He's an, he, 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 he holds position in society. He's openly gay and he, he's a doctor, right? right? He's not just anybody. Right, right, right. We have a problem with the whole, oh, I don't like men, I just like you thing. Right. And he, as a gay man, didn't have a problem with it because we think two different ways. Yeah. So certain things that we see in these shows that they continue to do they're cultural things it's because of how they're raised to think in their society and we can't really fix our mouths to say certain things about how people's cultures like we can always speak about it and be like yeah that's obviously wrong but we also have to speak with the understanding to know that while I know this is wrong and while I know that this that and the third at the same time this is what it is for them right I may not like it but I have to understand where they're like we've we've said this already tonight there's not everything every there's I'm not going to agree or understand everything but I at the end of the day some things you just have to respect right because it matters to somebody right yeah you know what you're right um i didn't like i said like i hadn't thought about it before because it was like this they just just always sounds and you're it is but at the same same time it's like there's a reason you know behind that um so i just wanted to end the end the show um just to kind of like i don't you know me and ellie we don't like to get political on the podcast because it's not about that but um i did want to just um Are, are you sure that we don't get political are you sure <laughs> are you sure we well, get very political <laughs> um, 
so so this is actually um really important um i kind of wanted to talk about so um if you've been following um thai media at all if you've been following the via landscape you you know um that uh, thailand has been trying to it's been struggling um to get um legalized uh marriage passed for um for gay people except for you know lgbtqa um people uh today um the the council uh their government just ruled that um in the constitution um it is constitutional to have marriages between a man and a woman uh, so that happened today um oh so yeah. they ruled that um they're not gonna do the same-sex marriage thing yeah oh okay uh, that's pretty yeah. that wow wait what wow wait sorry wait i thought i was i was listening you know like when you're listening to hear something so it's like you pre-tell yourself that's what you hear but yeah. that's not what you said <laughs> they did what yeah so um oh, there's my. been a couple of like um big kind of like names advocating for uh, same-sex marriage um max and bull um cow um boone has been posting up he's been very um you know he's been very outspoken i'm not here to drag anybody or who hasn't or who has like i think it's great like when they use their platforms you know to to do these things um and i'm choosing to use my platform our platform to you to, to to speak on this at this time um because for a country that and i and i and, you know me and ali we, we say and we know like it's not you know, there's still a lot of like homophobia in Thailand uh, in a lot of Asian countries and I'm not from Thailand I don't I don't want to overgeneralize um I do want to say for a country that explores a lot of BL content a lot of gay content they're sending the wrong message to the world um and to their own people um because everyone deserves and I really believe this everyone deserves to have an equal footing in their society um they're you know everyone deserves to and it's not just about you know getting married to the person you love it is it has to do with that but it also has to do with the rights that you get from being married um insurance security um estate security inheritance security being able to adopt um medical security because in a lot of countries if you are not legally married you are not seen as a spouse and if you are not related by blood you cannot be the next of kin you cannot be the guardian you are they are not going to release that person into your care you cannot sign off on any medical documents you cannot um wow that is wow yeah oh, wait, my mind is blown wow yeah so it's not just about marrying the person that you love it, it it's mostly to do with that but it's also having to do with the rights that you get from being married because you do and get a lot of rights when you get married to somebody it's kind of crazy to me i don't think it should be that way because that's very hetero that's just very just normative like we should, Yeah, you know what's really sick so you know what makes me really 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 sad and it's a really sick concept and I hate to be the one that does it as the black one on the podcast <laughs> but these things these ideas these gender constructs and these gender norms and these gender 
related rules and ceremonies and stuff like that never existed prior to colonization prior to Europeans deciding that they were just wanted to screw everybody over and it's amazing to me just how well they've managed to infiltrate every culture on the face of this earth they've killed off they've 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 slot they've gotten rid of religions they've gotten rid of certain types of people certain races of people that will never want this earth again kill them all off mass genocide um they have wiped out cultural practices they have erased languages writings they have stolen from the land pillaged like you will see historical land sites in africa and like a, a you can obviously tell that like there's a artwork that has a series of something mm-hmm. and there's a portion of it missing best believe it's sitting in a museum in england oh yeah no totally totally right if if if, if england was forced to give back all of its like artifacts all of its like might even out of its paintings but all of its artifacts for sure it'd be freaking empty. Edmanty, the crown would have nothing if the but the the point I'm trying to say is it's always it, I, I always get so it always breaks my heart to to see how it's still plaguing every single society to this day. Like the white man succeeded, you know. They succeeded. They've ruined everything. And if you are white and you're listening to this it is what it is feel away your ancestors were shit shite and i don't care they have ruined they have ruined everybody's life the mere fact that i mean every culture had you know cultural pressure and whatnot and what they deemed unacceptable but you see the concept of like sex sexuality um men being the head of like patriarch patriarchy misogyny those things are white people shit they're white people shit abandonment of child white people shit i don't know any race of person people on the face of this earth quicker to send their child away for bad behavior or something even when they're just lashing out like you know children lash out because they don't want to have to deal with it quicker than a white person. And you want to know how I know that I can say that without a hundred? Because it plays back into their lives when they're old and in, and they get put into nursing homes. Because the expectation of an old white person is that their child will take care of them. You kind of didn't treat that child right, so now you're getting put into a nursing home. There are more white people in nursing homes than you will find any other races on the place on the pl- on the face of this earth. Especially, well, let me say the Western world because I, I really don't know about the Eastern world. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is it disheart, it's disheartening for me, for Thailand, being as influential as it is in the LGBTQIA plus space. As we said earlier, it's like literally, it and the Philippines are literally the gayest countries in Thailand. The fact, the mere fact that the white man's rule 
or the white man's concept of sex and sexuality and what constitutes a family is making them forget who they actually are makes me breaks my heart actually yeah it is it is really disheartening but i want you know anybody from thailand who's listening or any other country that doesn't have marriage equality like i want you to know and this is just coming from like the other side of the world is like i want you to know that your queer brothers and sisters like around the world are just fighting with you while we can't you know go march on the streets with you we can definitely use um i use i use my platform anytime um i see anything come up like for the lgbtqa community i always am on that on my twitter page just advocating just trying to do, just trying to make just general noise um and same thing you know because i generally believe that we have a right to exist um and that we have a right to you know the same rights as everybody else it doesn't matter um uh, because we're all human at the end of the day so you know don't give up i know it's very hard i know it's very disheartening today um that's probably you know everybody's a little disappointed but you know it's a, it's going to be a struggle and even here in the US like when when people were fighting for their marriage equality it was a difficult slog like it wasn't easy it didn't come overnight people fought for years and years like through the AIDS crisis through you know um getting gay rights so you know it's possible um and it unfortunately doesn't happen overnight um but hopefully you know this doesn't you know uh make you quit that fight because it's definitely um you know just fight for it and and eventually it'll happen i definitely believe that um so i just wanted to just end that and the show today with that because i didn't want to just like pass over it um but yeah um the, that's like that's what i wanted to say um you know keep fighting keep keep um you know keep going for that for that dream and eventually it'll happen i definitely believe that um but yeah i'm with you tyler like i'm we're going to this is going to happen for you. Uh, Ali, did you want to say anything? Um you know, there's um there's this quote by Marcus Garvey that I really like. And I will apply it here. A people without knowledge of their history is like a tree without roots. You see as long as you know who you are and you live as honestly as you possibly can your efforts will never be in vain You may not see it in your lifetime but your fight will yield the fruit well your fruits of the fruits of your labor will always yield the land gives you will have seasons of drought and you might not be here when it when when the fruitful seasons come but generations after you will benefit from the hard work that you put in so though it might seem as if you took an L today Rome wasn't built in a day wars weren't won in a day things take time Again, as long as you know who you are, 
and you live as honestly as you possibly can, your efforts will never and can never be in vain. Always remember that. And so with that beautiful note, we're going to go ahead and end the show. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for your support. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.